Welcome to Raiders of the Lost Podcast, the ultimate film and TV podcast. We are your hosts, James and Anthony. Welcome to the Weekly Chat, Volume 18. Hello, movie friends. Hope you had a wonderful week so far. James and I are happy to be here in the studio record, recording another weekly chat episode. How are you doing today, pal? I'm doing great. You know, we've had some great content coming out. We did the E.T., the extraterrestrial IMAX re-release event, which was so fun to see that in theaters again for the first time in our entire lives. Uh, not again, for the first time in our lives. Then we did an episode on that on Monday. Then we did a bonus review of the terminal list yesterday on all platforms as well. So lots of content coming. Then tomorrow on Thursday, our episode will be on uh, the House of the Dragon preview. Everything we know about it without spoiling anything, but just talking about the characters, the production, everything related to Game of Thrones, and it was a lot of fun. Now before we go deep dive into our chat this week, I actually posed a question, uh, a sticker on our Instagram, and I wanted to see... This seems like deep, deep chat. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to see what... How, where everyone listens to the show and what they're doing while they listen to it. And I thought I would uh, read off all of our listeners and what they're doing when they're listening to us. So how's that sound? Let's do it, We got some great responses. Alex wrote, at work mostly, sometimes on the road on Spotify. Grayson, usually on the way to work. Kevin, work, gym, drive. <laughs> I like it. The fishy, long drives. Enrique's wor- work. Wilner, 22, when I'm driving or eating. Keddy, Spotify. Or, or eating. <laughs> I love that. Keddy, Spotify, and at work. Lavi Little, Spotify, because I'm always on the go. Colin, when I'm working out. Love getting, that. Getting those gains, Colin. Gains, bruh. Nothing helps gains more than listening to Raiders of the Lost podcast. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a proven fact, scientifically. Science. Dana, at work, cash cocktails, when I'm driving. T squared, T2. 30 minute tri- drive to and from work. Oh, I love that. We're the bookend for your work day. Joshua, you guys rock. Thanks, Joshua. You rock, Joshua. And then Joshua also in the car, the bathroom, the office, when I'm working or getting ready for my day. And sleeping. Love he it. has this on. <laughs> Samantha. It's a new sleep sounds effect from Amazon Alexa. <laughs> Play Raiders of the Lost podcast. It's Would you like to add that to your cart? <laughs> Samantha, on walks when getting ready and doing the dishes. Nice. Jose, bus ride to school. Love it. AF, I'm sorry. I always, I always say that, that Irish name wrong. How do you pronounce it, Jim? Which one? Aif. Aoife. Aoife. Jeez, I'm sorry, Aoife. This sorry. guy. <laughs> this guy can never say your name right. <laughs> From Apple Podcasts Both while the driving. E- we have a couple Aoifas who Yeah, we have two. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Rocky, in the car whenever driving and at the gym. Nice. Megan Cherry, driving, cleaning, and weekly chats when I study. Aw. Just your Sam McBride when I'm grinding a game and I don't want to listen to music. Glad to help you while you're gaming. Coach Harmonies, as soon as I get a notification. Aw, I love that. That's so sweet. Mac Wells, commutes and car rides always. Shelby, when I'm doing my makeup at SD on, on Spotify. Preston, was on Apple or YouTube. Now Spotify, baby. Mornings when feeding our baby. I love that. Aww. Aww Preston and his lovely wife just had a, a, a newborn. So cute. Matt, at work or driving. Ayla, literally all the time, but mainly... When I'm doing art. Love that. 
Jamie on YouTube or while <laughs> working. I.L. Rada. I.L. Rada. <laughs> He's butchering your names, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. Or uh, doing house chores, Alexander. Uh, delivering mail, and I hate my job most days, but listening to y'all makes the days better. Aw. Bomb run runs when I'm on the toilet, JK, when I'm at work. And on the toilet. <laughs> at work. Dawson walking to Mordor, <laughs> fleeing from T- the T-800 in the sub with James Cameron or in the car. <laughs> Brian at work. Outdoor game, commute to work, and cardio days. Nice. Lavala222 while driving. Thomas Reed, anytime I'm in the car or cleaning around the house. Max Poole, when I'm walking my dog. Kalids, while doing homework or relaxing at home. Homelinden, YouTube, but for weekly chats, on I listen to Apple Podcasts. Quinn, when I'm unsubscribing other podcasts. <laughs> Kendra, while at work. Ethan, at work when doing the dishes. Y'all rock. Brooke Walker shanks at the gym or when I'm folding laundry and on road trips. You missed uh, Grace Moynihan. Gr- Grace Moynihan, Apple Podcasts. Don't worry, Grace. I saw you. See Kings at work gets me through the day. Oh, nice. Kyle at work makes the eight hours walking around the grocery store so much more better. Happy to hear. Cooper. So much better. He's not bad at grammar like so you much, are. Yes, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's like, I'm better than that. <laughs> at work or be- don't, don't misrepresent my writing. At work or between lectures for Cooper. You guys are the best podcast out there. Love it. Jim Bro Baggins working. Yeah, kid. Ellie walking the dog daily. The mayonnaise, Anthony, when don't I? Great question. Question mark. Kyle at works on Spotify. Cures my insanity. Aluka <laughs> Denor on the way to work and while working. Gabriel when I clean and do requests. But more than anything else, I can't sleep without it. Aw. He uses this as the Alexa sleep sounds for sure. Mm-hmm. Gabito Chulito. Driving while I'm working, Sierra, in the car or on my runs, Donnie, when I'm practicing guitar or at work, and also when you're hanging out with that pizza bud, (laughs) Donnie, (laughs) Sonia, in bed, (laughs) (laughs) side eye, smirky face, I think that's uh, uh, hinted at at me, (laughs) Williams into the wild, on the car ride to and from work and when I run, Justin Martin White, shower and mowing the lawn, Zint. Zenitin 64 rock climbing like nice Eileen mornings during breakfast Aww. Sam whenever I'm doing an activity it doesn't require me listening to anyone else Raiders is playing let's go and Matava Spotify on the road YouTube at home nice Smith Evan Smith anytime at the gym car or working Caleb at work or in the car Edgar Fox, Logan Berserker, YouTube only. Strictly YouTube. Edgar is a huge supporter on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube's, he's, a, he's great on YouTube. Valerie in the car. I go through a good amount of episodes on my drives. John Agraz on the way to work with Spotify. Jan Six Sons, Jay Nice. Sometimes <laughs> work tonight on my big screen at home with E.T. E.T. <laughs> Kalina Marie when running or walking in the car before and after work. Taylor Ray, Apple Podcast in the car. Karamitas. Spotify and YouTube, Andy, Apple Podcasts and YouTube, Movie Junkie, every day on YouTube or Spotify, Becca Ray, driving, cooking, cleaning, or during work, Claire Duell, they try to catch YouTube when it's about a show, movie that's a fave of mine for the visuals, because we put so much work into the editing, thanks Claire, also driving or walking most of the time, Will Hofford, driving home from work, Ifries, when I'm working in the lab, Bryce in the shower, Ziller Derek, Derek Ziller working during my workout, Jenna Hass in the car when I'm cleaning, cooking, working while getting ready, and more. 
Kevo415. Spotify while doing yard work. Isaac Bisbee at work on Google Podcasts, the superior podcasting app. <laughs> we actually get like, it's like 1% yes, of our downloads post, are from yeah, Google Podcasts. A bit, yeah. Jane Rosso, when I'm doing my makeup or driving to work. George Carmi, George, George. early morning. First thing in the a.m. while I'm starting my work day. My guy. Tom K. YouTube and Apple Podcasts, Mavla, at work and driving, and Calvin at work. Man, y'all are the so best. So cool. Also, congrats to Calvin on just Starting launching his own podcast, yeah. Nerds Assorted. Nerds Assorted. First episode. I just listened to it. They did a great job. I wish our first episode was that good. <laughs> <laughs> if you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How come most of you aren't listening to us while you're sleeping too? <laughs> we need those streaming we numbers. Need the numbers. We need the numbers. Those are, those are rookie numbers. You all need to put us on while Bump you're asleep. Up. Bump those numbers up. <laughs> I want you to do every playlist on YouTube with a phone. And then when you're done, make a new YouTube account. <laughs> I want you to hear my voice while you're asleep. And I want to be in your dreams like Freddy Krueger. I think you're already in Sonya's dreams. <laughs> um, on another, I'm just kidding. You don't have to listen to us while you're asleep. But that's... That'd be cool. I think they got. I think they didn't <laughs> it, take it you seriously. Me, um, it also made me really excited to hear where everyone's listening to us in different parts of their lives, whether it's work, in the car, commutes, doing chores. So fun because that's usually when I'm listening to stuff too. If I listen to a podcast, and that's when I first started getting into podcasts, was to who said to cure my insanity is to to drown out the the sorrows of my day job that I used to have. Man, so I used to listen to. That's where I yeah, got you hated, into. You hated your job. I didn't hate it. It's just you know you get stuck sometimes. Yeah. I'm really glad that we worked so hard to get ourselves out of those situations. And but you know I used to. That's where I first discovered podcasts was at my job when I just like I needed something during the day to get me like through the goddamn day because the grind can just get to you over time. Then some and you know I was fortunate to, enough to have a job where. It, it afforded me the opportunities to like be able to listen to something in the background. There are plenty of people out there who have jobs where they can't like put headphones on, they can't do this. But because I'm, I was mostly just doing video editing and video shooting stuff like that. I could have anything on any time. So that's where I really got into podcasts. So it's sort of like the the fatalistic idea that like if I never had that job, would we even have started the podcast? Would we even had the idea to do it? Because that's when I never. I, that's when I started getting into them. That's when I discovered. I think like Rogan was one of the first podcasts I really started listening to that was super re- highly recommended. All the scientists and stuff and interesting people and ancient guests. aliens, ancient, <laughs> not ancient aliens. <laughs> all those. Well, he has that guy Harris, Harris or something. They're not talk- ancient aliens. Ancient cultures. Ancient cultures. But that guy, you know what I'm talking about? The expert. He Randall has on. Carlson. Carlson. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. the man. 
um, him and the other guy. That's where that was the first one I ever listened to. I think podcast was that Randall Carlson and then the other guy. It was like four hour episode, and I was like, "What is a podcast? This is crazy!" <laughs> I was so into it, and then I started getting into a true crime podcast, serial. Serial Killers was a big one. I was into Crime Junkies. <laughs> Why are all they the, so all, popular? All the miniseries true crime ones were really great. So that's really where it started for me, and it's so cool to hear where you're all listening to us or watching us. I love it. Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. Where, when do you listen to podcasts right now? When when do you listen to I them? don't honestly really listen to what, that you many podcasts no. anymore. Sometimes I'll put on like a serial killer one or if or if, <laughs> <laughs> if, if Rogan has a cool guest on then I'll listen yeah, to it. I don't he does really, have great guests. I don't really listen sometimes. to him that much anymore. Yeah. It de- yeah, same. It just it depends on the guest. A if couple it's someone really a, cool. A couple episodes a, a year I'll listen to him these days where I used to listen to him pretty frequently, but like like when he had Guy Ritchie on or something like that, I'm like yeah. absolutely gonna listen to that. Mm. Downey or, or some yeah. someone cool, like a great comedian like I'll listen to it, but I'm not like the Anyone who, I'm not one of the people that are just like constantly listening to Rogue, which is cool if that's what you like, it's what you like. But yeah. I used to be like that, but now I, it's just sparsely I'm listening to Rogue or other podca- podcasts in general. There's just so many to choose from. It's hard to really get into one. That's why I like the true crime ones. I'm really addicted to that serial killer stuff, the the real incidents. But also I'm starting to get into like miniseries and stuff like that. The I want to get into the Batman miniseries that went to Oh, the Duke. fiction stuff. So that, I yeah. think that's a really interesting direction that podcasts are going in where they're making fictional literature or just – just kind of where media started with radio. It's and, true. I mean, Orson Welles and all those broadcasters where they used to do broadcasts of stories and fictional stories on the radio. It's kind of interesting how it came full circle with podcasts in, pop, in modern culture. It's interesting. It is. It's <laughs> because there's like radio's dead, but now it's just more enhanced and, and more. it's bigger than ever. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, uh, Orson Welles became world nationally famous overnight because they did... He and his theater company, they did a production on the radio of War of the Worlds. And it was for most of the country that tuned into it. They didn't tune into it when it started uh, with them introducing it and saying, we're about to begin this this play on the radio. And so the majority of people who tuned into the, to the recording tuned in like halfway while crazy stuff was happening in the story. And they thought that America was actually under attack by aliens because they didn't know what was going on on the radio and so that caused a nationwide panic it was on the front page of every paper every news show talked about it and orson's well orson wells name was at the top of everyone every single one and then once that became such a sensation hollywood called them and were like hey what do you want to do some some producers were like here here's all the money you want what do you want to do he's like <laughs> i want to make citizen kane so that's how <laughs> that's how citizen kane got made it's just interesting that's what it used to be like. That was a huge form of entertainment. That was the form of entertainment before TV was around. Was listening to the radio, listening to radio Back in, shows, long, long ago. science fiction stories, western stories. I mean, the president would talk to everybody in the United States. The the queen, the king, they they would talk to their nations on on the radio once a month or something like that. It was like the fireside chat with like who, like President Ford or whoever was the president at the time. So it's it's really interesting. But now it's just. You think that like oh only movies and TV are all the media that we want or or something with video, but now it doesn't have to be. It's just back to just voices. Something about listening to people speak, listening to conversations, or having someone talk to you that it's still appealing to humans even a hundred years later. Yeah, but in in the other regard, what's really changed in terms of uh, what people are want to watch nowadays, and it started in the nineties is. Reality, reality TV, reality, and that's really exploded. Exploded with those 
reality TV shows in the 90s and 2000s, but... Like the real world? Yeah. Mad real. Mad real. real. <laughs> Don't let me catch you sitting down, standing up when you pee. You sit down when you pee. <laughs> but uh, TikTok and Instagram and these apps, they are a form of reality television in a way. It's, it is the next step after reality TV. It's reality on screen for everyone. And whereas it used to be a show you would watch, now it's all all the people you follow. It's their reality TV, you know, in a way, or like a magazine, like a tabloid yeah. magazine. Yeah. It's it, but I'm talking about it as, as just people, just everyday people, your friends and family. Uh, it's become you know re- reality TV evolved into what it is now with social media, with video video apps, especially with TikTok and with Instagram Reels. Like that's like the new evolution of reality television in a way. Who am I? I don't know. Who who are we, actually? It's just on the internet. But yeah, things are progressing, but it's, it's still interesting. It's coming back full circle to kind of radio shows are back being huge in some of the biggest forms of media in the world. Also, I, I recently got wind of a, a new Harry Potter video game. Did you hear about this like being developed a few years ago? It's called Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah, I watched the trailer a couple months ago. I recently watched some gameplay footage that got released like a week ago using, the, using the Unreal Engine. And it looks incredible. I haven't really played a video game since Arkham Asylum, I think, which was in like 2015 or something like that. That was the last video game It's a great score, I by played. the way. Uh, who did that? Like Lauren Bell for someone? Um, Christopher, Christoph Drake. And Christopher Drake. It's a really fun game. I haven't had the ink to like, oh, I really want to play this game in a while, you know, because we're so busy and I just kind of got out of the gaming world, but... Man, I was watching some footage of this in real in gameplay, and I was blown away. And it actually made me maybe want to buy like an Xbox or a PS5 or something and just play Hogwarts Legacy because <laughs> it looks incredible. It's engrossing. You get to obviously like design your Witcher Wizard for however you want them to look, and then it takes. Do you place, pick your house? Uh, I think that you're Gryffindor. I'm pretty sure because I think the storylines were, are like you you interact with a Slytherin character. A Hufflepuff and mm. a Ravenclaw. It's kind of like your crew, but I think you're Gryffindor, just like in the movies, the characters are the main ones. So I think I'm pretty sure you're, you're Gryffindor, but I could be wrong because obviously they don't want the Slytherins to be like the heroes of the story, you know. <laughs> but um, you pick your character and you you design what they look like, and then it takes place in the 19th century at Hogwarts, and you go to like classes and you go on missions and you're uncovering this. Great mysteries. It seems kind of like Chamber of Secrets esque in a way. Play Quidditch. Just mystery. Yeah, you play Quidditch. You can. It's a huge world that you can. You can like take a broomstick and fly around Hogwarts. You can fly around to different parts of the world. You can do all sorts of crazy stuff. So it looks highly engrossing. And if I was going to get back into video games, I think Hogwarts Legacy would be the one I would do it because I was just like blown away to actually. Maybe feel what it's like to go to Hogwarts for the first time in your life, besides reading the books and movies. Yeah, I mean, so immersive. It was uh, that was a we had the Harry Potter game in the early two thousands. Sorcerer's Stone, and that and was, Chamber of Secrets, and that was a lot of fun. It was cool. You and you you could fly the broom around all over the place, but I mean, back then the the graphics weren't what they are today. And you still went on missions. You did stuff like with yeah. prefects and sneaking around, avoiding. Yeah, but going like the thing the with that is. After that, they were so rushed getting each game out every year that they were never very it, well. No, made. yeah, it was all, that's what happens with, with movie video games generally. Is they just they just want to release it for the movie release and just it's making a quick buck. But um, yeah, they put a lot of they put years into this game and it looks unbelievable. The tra- I saw the trailer. They released the trailer 
like I like a year say, ago i want to like, say yeah maybe a, a little bit longer um and i was like whoa i i watched it for the i watched the trailer like four three or four months ago and i was like holy crap that looks amazing so hey bro if you do it maybe i'll maybe i'll get a little turn every once in a while it looks pretty cool yeah and i mean I mean, half hour hour a day of video games it's not why not bad. It's the same thing as watching the show yeah exactly um because i've i've wanted to like get back into video games at some point but i don't want to like play too many i, I want to just stick to like this is the game I'm playing this year. I don't want to have like a handful of games because it's a lot of work what we do with the show and everything else that we're doing outside of it. So, but I think it'd be a lot of fun. And if I'm going to do it, it's going to be Hogwarts Legacy, but I don't know what console to get. So, everyone let me, send someone me, knows. Send me recommendations what to get an objective unbiased perspective whether it's the Xbox ones or the PS4, PS5. Um, Olivia so, and Calvin will know. So I have no idea which one to get because I've been out of the video game for so long. The last console that we owned was an Xbox 360. Yes, I played Assassin's Creed Black Flag with it. Yeah, the last thing I we played. used to be PlayStation guys growing up. So obviously, we grew up with our older brothers playing Nintendo 64. But before that, we had Sega, we had Nintendo Sega. NES. So we played all those consoles. And then PlayStation was like the big game changer in the 90s, and like Tony Hawk Pro Tony Skater, Hawk, like man. those Crash games, Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot. So like. PlayStation 1 was epic. PlayStation, we had all the PlayStations, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, and then I believe PlayStation 3. And then one of our Yeah, the brother, black one, the black console. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then one of our brothers sold our PlayStation <laughs> without telling anybody. <laughs> I the, whole thing, about the whole thing. So, like, we all came home, like, where's the PlayStation? <laughs> and it was gone. So then we were like, well, Xbox is cool. And like this new Xbox 360 is coming out. I think that was when Xbox 360 came out or maybe it was just Xbox. Xbox came out around <clears throat> PS3. I can't remember which one we got. But then we were like, we might as well switch to Xbox because it's so popular. Well, we had, we, we were always playing bouncing around consoles, even though we... But we never had Xbox. Yeah, yeah, we had an Xbox. No, no, this was when we got the first Xbox. The we, white Xbox console we the, had. No, but was, I think we had the, the, the original Xbox too. That's because we. That's what the point of the story is. We had. We were always PlayStation. Then you. Were, it was like a thing. Like you were either PlayStation or Xbox. Yeah. And the PlayStation was it depended gone. on the games you. So could we play. were like, let's switch to Xbox because it seems like the next, the best console right now. Yeah. Be so then yeah. we switched to Xbox because the PlayStation disappeared, and then we were Xbox people until we stopped playing video games. Yeah, and we got like because the thing is. Only certain games released on Xbox. Like there was no way to play Halo on PlayStation, so yeah. you had to get the Xbox. That's to why play we got Halo. it. I think, yeah, I think it was Halo was, was the main... I think Halo was the main Halo motivation. Halo and then the Call of Duty. I think the Call of Duty was... Call it Duty 4. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think Halo was like, we want to play Halo. Let's get Xbox. Yeah, I mean, Halo is amazing. But I I really I really liked N64 too, especially Dude. playing Super Mario. Maybe like all-time consoles, that might have been my favorite. one of my favorites. Legend of Zelda. Zelda, Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball. Ken Griffey. Super, Super Smash Bros. Brothers. Blitz. Like so many great games on N sixty four. Yeah, the N64. joystick was yeah. so fun. The controller itself was just so ridiculous. <laughs> Three like prong handle. But um, yeah, I I I remember. I would say, also, we really played a lot of Madden and a lot of Tiger Woods golf. But I with think Xbox with Madden, we played a ton of Madden. We did when we always got the next year of Madden. I think we stopped around like two thousand six, two thousand seven. We also had a lot of the Tiger Woods golfs. We had Tiger Woods golfs from like 01 to 04. Have you told the story about We've told the story many times. You don't have to tell it again. On, the, on air? Every, yes, we have. On air? You've embarrassed me with it multiple <laughs> times on the on air. <laughs> okay. 
We should get an on-air sign. I like that. On-air. I like that. That's a good idea. I'll look it up later. It's a good on, idea. On the but the problem with, the pl- problem with playing Madden is <laughs> I don't want to call him out. You're calling me out? No, no. not. Oh. Uh, I don't want to call this person out, but he knows who he is. <laughs> and so when you play Madden, what you do is you're with two people. One's, one person's playing defense. One, playing, one person's playing offense, depending on who has the ball uh, possession. And what you do is you pick your play, and then when both players have picked their play, then the then you start playing that certain down, and both the what do you call it the the books the playbooks for both offense de- defense, defense and offense are on screen, and then you you scroll through a bunch of plays and they're visually there so you can tell like who's gonna run if it's a passing play what all the routes are and like uh, why is the defense if you're blitzing if you're doing zone if you're doing man and it shows that visually and you can it has different packages and so it's pretty it's really well laid out and organized. And so you can actually see what you can actually see what the other person is picking for their play, and, but we if always, you're playing together yeah, on the same console on, yeah, versus online. on the same screen. And so we always had this honor code rule, rule, like don't look at the guy, don't look at the person picking the offense, don't, and then so vice this, versa. this was the rule: whoever was picking offense chose first, first and defense picked because you de- were yeah. able to look at the the personnel of what they chose was on the field. If it was like yeah, two the formation. Backs. So yeah. not, not necessarily the formation. You'd see like two running backs, three wide receivers or one wide receiver. So you can tell if it's goal line run or a pass. So that, which is realistic to see what's on the field. Yeah, the so formation. You can, so you can, <laughs> no, but not the formation. I'm just saying that the personnel mm-hmm. that are running onto the field. Yeah. That's yeah, how yeah, it works. Yeah. And they're not in formation until they get to the ball. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, we're yeah. just, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're on the same page. Yeah. We're on the same we're page. On the same page. <laughs> we're in agreement. And what, what happened was, Offense had a time limit to pick, so you only you had to pick your play in thirty seconds, and then defense didn't have a time limit until after the offense pick. So it made sense. Offense picks, then defense has like fifteen seconds to come up with a play. Also, there's defense is different from offense. Offensive playbook will have hundreds, and hundreds, and hundreds of plays, and defense is more uh, coverages and types of defenses you play rather than plays. There's much less to choose from, so it's easier to pick a play. And but there's one person every time you play with them. And when you had to you had to look away or like look or cover your eyes while the offense was picking, and he always he always cheated. He always peaked. He always peaked, and then he somehow always had the perfect defensive play whenever you do something. And we so there were a lot of fights in our house over Madden. <laughs> a lot of fights. So we, many. We took that game way too seriously. Just a lot of testosterone and six and boys playing a football boys. game. Yeah. Like, it was insane. Yeah. how seriously we took those we, games. There would be screaming matches and, and shoving matches for Ma- sure. Madden was probably the number one played in the house in yeah, all the overall. years. Between that and like Tony Hawk Pro Skater, PlayStation was huge too. But GTA was kind of big. But also some of our brothers were moving out and not playing video yeah. games at the time. But like. In the prime of all six of us boys playing video games at the same time, Madden was definitely the most played all the time. Whenever people were over the house, we were playing Madden when it got dark out or something like that, or, or family parties like Thanksgiving, we'd be downstairs playing Madden after dinner and stuff like that. So it was it was super fun, but we took it way too seriously. Yeah, we, but we were pretty damn good at Madden. Like, yeah, we got pretty good. We I got pretty good at Call of Duty. Call of Duty was fun. That was that was the first game I played really online. Yeah. I played well, Hay- we played Halo a little bit online at my at friends' houses, but not really. We didn't have it online. We, we couldn't it afford it. Yet. Yeah, we couldn't. Aff- it was like thirty bucks a month. Because at first we were playing before we had the Xbox. We were playing Xbox and Halo at friends' houses. That was the only time we played Xbox. But then, like, we got Xbox, and then that had we were able to go online with Xbox because I think, yeah, you're right. It was it was Xbox first, yeah. to get online, and that was Xbox Gold. Remember, you had to get like the the cards, yeah, the membership it was like a to gold go card, online. yeah, yeah. yeah. At, at uh, what was the game? GameStop, East Bit, East GameStop, GameStop, yeah, yeah. and then there was another one too. 
Yeah, there was another main another one. Another uh, video game store started with an E, but GameStop was the shit. But um, I, yeah, I got very good at Call of Duty in... I would be like pretty high in the rankings of every online match, and ge- generally in the top. Your KD rate, our KD was pretty good. My kill death ratio was awesome because I, I I used a M16. I liked using that gun. And it, it was a short burst rifle, but had high accuracy. But like it wasn't like a machine gun where you could just like the whole time. So it was dangerous to use at close quarters. But I got pretty good, and it but it's so intense now. I tried. I played Call of Duty at a friend's house. I want to say a year ago, maybe a little longer, and. I got destroyed. I got absolutely like I could. I couldn't even compete. It was. It moved so fast and it was very intense. And I was like, "This is oh man, I'm not like I used to be." Yeah, it was well, embarrassing. I mean, that was back in when we were playing Call of Duty. It was probably I was I was we were getting out of high school, but I was in college. I remember like my freshman year of college. That's when we played two. That's when I stopped really playing video games mostly, and then I started playing. I played Arkham. Back in 2015, but I want to say 2010, 2009, 2008 to 2010, we were still playing like yeah. Call of Duty oh, yeah, definitely. and stuff like that. But then pretty much after that stopped until 2015, and I picked up a game to get over a breakup, and it worked really well. It's a great way to beat depression is to play a video game. It's a, it's, it's fun hanging out with friends and playing a game, and everyone takes a turn, and it's it's it's, it's an enjoyable experience. I think I might pull the, the trigger on Legacy when it comes out. Do up. it, man. I think I might, just because Harry Potter is like my favorite franchise of all time. Like mm. I, I adore Harry Potter. So I think it's just like just the experience of what it'd be like to go to Hogwarts is just so so cool. To Do me. it, man. Do it. Just running around the castle and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. that's crazy. And I'm sure it's I'm sure it takes a while to complete it, which is probably a lot of the the intensity and the. Because the Batman ones, they those took a long time to do anything. You can beat them fast if you don't do, but there's so many side missions that you can do. But yeah. like, if you want to just straight up do the storyline, you can do it pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. But if you want to do everything else, that's the thing. Yeah. But that's why, like, I have such mixed feelings about the future of VR and augmented reality and video games like that. Because on one hand, it's so fascinating that in 20 years, something like that, you'll be able to do go anywhere you want, be anywhere you want, maybe even sooner. And have like the most high quality VR experience of your life while doing it. Like you could literally be at Hogwarts inside Hogwarts with your VR set on, and it's like so realistic looking. Like that's a possibility, you know, most likely a pro- most likely a probability in the next 15, 20 years, maybe sooner, which is crazy. So I think that's a really fascinating concept. Not just Hogwarts, but you can go on Mount Everest, you can go on Mars, you can do all sorts of stuff like that. So I think the possibilities are so endless with VR. That's why I think it's a really interesting technology. But I think it's developing a little slower than people want, but it'll get there eventually. But also the side effect of only living in a VR world if we're heading that direction. Like I was thinking even early, like this week where because so many businesses are kind of like, what the hell do we do with like remote work employees and then having an office and wanting people to come in as well? Because we need to make sure people are like doing, doing, their, it, doing yeah. their work. But it's it's kind of weird where they're getting their work done but not in the environment of a workplace, which you could say is much better for people's mental health because dead, like a lot of people when they're at, when they used to be at work, you know, they're just going through a lot of mental health issues of just not wanting to be Plus there. Plus the commute. The commute as well is horrible. That is such a, a massive effect on people's mental health and, and mental stability. Just driving a half hour in traffic makes me want to go crazy. It's It's nuts. And so I think... They're, maybe they're gonna maybe do some sort of virtual workplace while you're like clocked in at work because you got to be clocked in for a lot of these jobs. <laughs> like you gotta be doing, you, gotta, you can't just work for an hour a day. That's not what they want. They want to make sure they're they're paying you, so they want to make sure you're like 
at your computer at your station doing work maybe they'll have virtual workplaces where you just like put on a headset and be like hey i'm i'm at the office and you're like walking around to the break room or you're walking into your virtual yeah, office yeah i think they're i like think that. they're doing that with meta and facebook probably i think they're doing that right now but it definitely looks like the future of the work- workforce but what's crazy about vr is how immersive it is cuz i've done i did a vr experience like a at a at a at a, at a mall right yeah at a mall is this company and they have a few different games that you can play with other people and we did this like indiana jones-esque adventure and it's still like i still i remember it so clearly because it was so wild is you walk you they put you you put on this chest piece a helmet with a visor and hands gloves and then something around like your feet or something yeah some these things around your your ankles and then they lead you into this big square room and it's like the size of like someone's like a normal size home it's just a big square and there are a few objects and it's it's fenced off with this pole it's got this pole like at waist height at the edge of it um and so but it's just this big black dark room and then you put then they start the game and the entire layout of the video game has been designed within that square and so for example you you would like walk across the square physically and you might be look walking down a hallway in the game and you take a right turn and you might be walking down the square the exact same path, same path but like the other way and so they use they create using this tiny physical space that you're in they create a massive landscape in the video game so that you can travel great distances but you're staying within the actual confines of this physical square which is really fascinating and it, it worked it felt like it felt like i walked like a mile in this like tomb-esque place through these tunnels and stuff it's it's pretty wild and all you're doing is just walking taking turns left and right turning around going straight through around this within this tiny like square in comparison so fascinating but and the graphics were like pretty pretty okay they weren't even they were more they were like early 2000s not much detail it was it was pretty basic graphics pretty um pretty standard for like a ps3 i would say or ps2 nothing like what they're doing nowadays and even that was still extremely immersive just being physically in the world interacting with it there was like things you could pick up like i picked up a torch like physically picked up this object that in the video game is reconstructed to be a digital torch and they had like wind and stuff and in the the wind got like super intense at times and it, it just felt like i was like completely immersed in this video game and I, like i'd never been in my life it was pretty insane what would you say is your favorite video game you've played all time, counting any console, any game, Game Boy, PS2, PlayStation, Xbox, whatever? Favorite video game? That's a great question. I'm probably going to say Assassin's Creed. On Xbox? Yeah, yeah. on Xbox. Xbox 360, kid. Yeah. yeah, that was always super fun. That was that's a really cool game, and I'm still disappointed that they weren't able to make that into a good film because that that video game literally wrote itself, and then the screenwriters were just like, "How about we make it suck?" <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a better idea. What if we don't do that? <laughs> How do you not make a good movie out of that? How do you not open it up with him on a mission? How do you not open up because with it's him? All, doing it was an origin the, story, bro. Skydive into a basket of hay. It had and to be an origin what, story. How is he not in a, in a mission? I don't know. It man. would have been amazing. I don't know. It would have been amazing. Yeah, how it, could it's Fassbender? Yeah, they man. messed up, man. 
so disappointed in that. That that was like one of the most. It was very underwhelming because we loved that game for a video game movie yeah. adaptation. That was probably number one. Like to actually, I was like, they're gonna pull it off. Like this can't not be bad, not be good. Well, that's that's what uh, a lot of people were worried about. Avatar: the Last Airbender's adaptation on Netflix, and I actually just started watching the show, and it's freaking awesome. Everyone, really, you were, you were all right. It's really good. <laughs> it's very good. Um, but uh, the uh, the creators of the sh- of the series. They backed out of the Netflix show because they were not happy with the direction it was going in. And so the creators of Avatar Last Airbender left the Netflix production. How long ago was that? Well, a couple months ago. So this is the live action adaptation, Live action, right? yeah. It's not good news. Yeah. But, I mean, the thing with it, it, it was is- over creative differences <laughs> with the creators. I think, people, I think a lot of... <laughs> I think a lot of people are still gonna love it because I think we've we brought we've brought it up a lot of times where a lot of people they just enjoy that it exists, whether the whatever the content be, yeah, and just happy about it. Which you understand that perspective that they're just grateful to have like the Sandman show on Netflix. Like I haven't seen it, I probably won't get around to it. We're so busy. There's so many damn shows to watch, but I, I I've seen so many mixed reviews about it. Critics are saying it's great, but a lot of like the audience scores are a little lower, and a lot of fans are critiquing it or, or criticizing it. Or, or giving it bad reviews, but then a lot of fans love it. But I, I get the perspective of like, hey, we have it. It's live action. This is something we've wanted to be made for over like 10, 15 years. This this project's been dead for so long, and it's been made. It's on Netflix. It's cool. So I get that perspective a lot because if I was a huge fan of the comic of Sandman, I'd be so grateful right now that that show is out. Yeah, Whether it was point. the best made show of all time or not, but I'd still be happy that it exists. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. So I understand the perspective, and I think that a lot of people will still enjoy it, whether or not Netflix does a great adaptation of it or not, or or is it going to be a series? Series. So whether or not they do uh, an effective job for the fan base, I think still a lot of people will enjoy the hell of it. Yeah, we'll see. Just they didn't. Pretty- they didn't enjoy the movie. I mean, that was we all know why. Like that, <laughs> it has like an eight percent on rating. That's crazy. <laughs> it's not that great. I mean, Shyamalan. We love. I haven't the seen it. I love the guy, it. but it's uh, he's a hit or miss. I'm curious to watch it now that I have some familiarity with the show. But it is very good, and I recommend it for anyone who hasn't seen it. It's uh, really funny, and it's really fascinating story. It's got great lore and a lot of depth to it, and it's the writing is very strong. It's very cool. I gotta get into it then, maybe. Yeah. Let me. You finish it. Let it's me. It's fun, and they're only twenty minute episodes. You How part. many seasons are there? Three. That's not that many. Yeah, twenty minute episodes. Like how many I, episodes per season? About twenty, twenty-two. That's not that bad. No, not that bad. Not bad. Not bad. Next people are gonna be like, now you got to do the Clone Wars. <laughs> I'm not doing Clone Wars. It's too many. <laughs> there's only there's only seven hundred episodes. <laughs> okay, what's it? Two hundred episodes across seven seasons. It's more than that. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Seems really cool. Yeah. But who who is it recommended that we just listen watch like the last four episodes? Oh yeah, someone said that. Yeah, yeah. Can't remember who. Sorry. The the Cliff Notes. <laughs> the Cliff Notes it. version. There's a lot of stuff to watch out there. We're pretty busy guys. Yeah. Pretty busy. I gotta watch my subtitle movies, guys. And we're yeah, and we're still like you know busting our butts on the podcast. Hopefully we we've been trying to get a deal going with Black Magic, the camera company. So hopefully we can get that work in the works to get some cameras in and get you all like a coupon code for any independent filmmakers out there to get some really good cinema cameras on the cheap cheap. Because they make great, great products, so we're, we're crossing our fingers that that goes through. But we got some exciting stuff coming as well. Also, it's it's pretty much confirmed our shadow ban is done because we got on we, TikTok. On TikTok, we've gotten eight thousand followers in two weeks, which is absurd. That's more than we got in the entire T of twenty twenty. Last two months, yeah, something like that. The, Maybe then, more. Yeah, in the no, in the last 
in the last like several months. Probably the problem is when you look at analytics on TikTok, you can only go as far back as sixty days. I tried doing it on a desktop where you're supposed to be able to see further back, and it would not let me. They're like, we don't want them to see. It would not let me look at it. They don't want that. We it's, don't want it them kept to saying see. page not found. I'm it like, was just, are you guys kidding me? It's a plateau, flat page, plateau. Page not found. Are you serious? So yeah, we can't even look at those numbers. But it it's I guarantee I think it was. We've gotten more followers in the last two weeks than at least the last six months. Yeah, we've, we've been popular on which TikTok. Which is very nice. Great. It's very nice. It's been really cool because that's what it used to be like. And then we also, we just got approved for uh, Instagram real payment. Yeah, this is really cool. Paid so by Instagram. We've been Instagram. waiting for that for a while because, you know, it's kind of like TikTok, the creator ambassador program where if you have over 100,000 followers on TikTok, I believe that's, the, I mean, on, Insta- on TikTok, I think that's a requirement. No, it's um, 10,000. 10, or 10,000, I'm sorry. 10,000 followers. Then you can make money off your views. And we've always wanted to do that for Instagram, but you basically have to wait for the invite, it seems like. And we finally, because there's no way, I couldn't find where to enter to do that. But we finally got invited with a notification on Instagram today. So that's really cool to, it's not going to be a lot of money, but I mean, it's going to be extra income that we didn't yeah. have before. So pays that's really for, important. Uh, pays for my Trader Joe's every, every couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> it pays for, pays for one Trader Joe's run. A, a cheap Trader Joe's run because <laughs> I have to have my grocery store run. So it pays for each of ours True. one weeks of grocery runs, <laughs> basically. But hey, that's cool. Whatever we can get, man. It's helpful. Whatever we can get. It's helpful. So that that's really exciting stuff. So cooking some stuff up, just slowly busting our butts and grinding and growing. And you know. You all know this. Yeah. So, all right. How about we wrap our weekly chat right here? Thanks so much for tuning in. Episodes. Tomorrow, of course, we mentioned was going to be on. I already forgot. House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon preview, talking about everything we know about it without spoiling anything. Basically, just going through the production, characters, development, stuff like that, and how we think it will be. As well as Monday was ET, the extraterrestrial. Tuesday was the Terminal List. Yesterday, great week. And Monday starts our Star Wars original trilogy reviews. So we're doing Monday solo episode on a new hope the following monday would be a solo episode of empire strikes back and then return the jedi after that so we're going to do some big franchises now doing solo episodes on those which we've never really done to you know devote the attention that they truly deserve because each one is so special so we're so excited for you all to check those out i wore my hel- my uh, fighter helmet the entire time which was super fun and hot and sweaty <laughs> but it, it was good so yeah i i, I want to dress up as a jedi but it's too hot in here man it's too hot and now. then we'll be doing weekly episodes for house of the dragon which will post every tuesday because that show will be airing on sunday nights i believe and then, don't point at me i don't know sunday i'm not nights? sure the 21st is or yeah whatever we'll but find tuesdays yeah. will be the days we post house, house of, of the, the dragon, dragon episodes yeah. and then when rings of power drops we'll be doing every saturday once that airs i believe the first episode will be september 1st at midnight and then it'll be premiering every week on Fridays, House, I mean, uh, Rings of Power. So that'll be on every Saturday. So lots of content coming for you the rest of August and September once these new shows start airing. Hope y'all enjoy. I'm pointing at the camera. There's no one there. <laughs> the cameras are not on. They're not. They're in the Just other room. It. Can't help it. All right, take care, everybody. Goodbye, y'all. Raiders of the Lost Podcast is a Mirror Image production. Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson.